Welcome to the Lose Weight, Live Life podcast. If you're a female professional or entrepreneur who would do anything to lose weight, yet finds it impossible to stick to a diet, to eat less, or just what you think you should, this podcast is for you. I am your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach, Claire McKenzie. Listen in to learn how to stop overeating, lose weight for the last time, and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love all without diet deprivation and self-sabotage. Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to episode number 47. I'm very pleased to be back with you after taking a break whilst we moved house. It's certainly been an eventful few weeks and whilst I've missed being on the podcast and talking to you, I'm very glad that I took the break because I did not anticipate having so many house move challenges. Consequently, I've been thinking about the challenge of change a lot recently, and so it is the topic of today's podcast. There are many parallels to be drawn when considering the challenge of change as it relates to losing weight and creating a relationship with food that we love, to the alignment with the challenge of change as it relates to moving house, or any other major life change for that matter. So what is it about change that's challenging? Why does change feel difficult at times? Change is challenging for us humans because we're biologically programmed to avoid it. Historically, doing things differently or experiencing different things has inherent risks associated with them. Going back to when we were living in a cave, going on a different route to forage for food or meeting up with different groups of people was riskier than doing things the same way that we had always done them. So we were programmed to avoid doing this to reduce the risk to our lives and to help keep us safe by our brain preferring to save energy and avoid feeling the discomfort. If you think about it, change in a cave person days required us to be more alert, more aware, as I said, to use more effort and energy to stay safe. And so our brain is programmed to avoid this and hence we stay safer. And of course, with moving house, just like deciding to eat differently or starting a new job, there has been a lot of discomfort associated with the changes taking place. Now, some of this was expected, specifically all the bits up to moving day. I anticipated the hassle of working through the legals and the finances and packing up and organising the logistics, but I also anticipated that everything would feel resolved and wonderful and great when we eventually moved in, and it hasn't felt like that at all. And it's been interesting to observe myself and then also to be aware of not judging myself for not knowing better. Remember, one of the things that is unique to us being human is our ability to be self-aware, to observe and to have thoughts and feelings about our thoughts and feelings. And so I have been doing that a lot. And as I mentioned earlier, drawn many parallels between the journey of moving house and the journey of losing weight. And this reminds me that if you are all in, on doing the work to help you create a relationship with food that you love and losing your weight for the last time, you will also be being acquiring many life skills and tools to help you manage change in other areas of your life too. And so here's what I've observed and have been reminded of over the past few weeks. Firstly, that there, as in the destination, the end result is not better than here, the place we're at right now. As I mentioned earlier, I mistakenly thought that when we completed the house sale and moved into our new home, everything would feel much better than it had felt during the phase of wanting to move and the actual moving. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I love the excitement of getting the keys and the house being ours and having a glass of champagne to celebrate. And it felt amazing, maybe a day or two. And then the reality set in. And the reality was that a new set of circumstances appeared in my life that were easy to think negatively and feel negatively about. And yes, of course, I know that I get to choose about how I think and feel about those things because I'm a life coach. But I'm also human. And so I didn't immediately jump to managing my thoughts and emotions and feeling better. And this reminded me of what I say to you about there, as in maybe your goal weight or being the clothes size that you want to be is not better than here. I tell you that when you get to being the weight you want to be and when you feel you've nailed having the relationship with food that you want, that your life doesn't automatically become a life of roses where everything is wonderful and just as it should be and resolved. You just start to notice a new set of circumstances that you will have thoughts about that you are likely to experience as negative. Now, these might be circumstances such as your clothes no longer fitting, but you not having the budget to immediately go out and buy new ones, or you noticing some saggy skin, or maybe having more wrinkles, or maybe dealing with people sharing their opinion that maybe you've lost too much weight, or that you're no fun now that you're no longer having the sharing desserts with them when you go out. So you might be wondering, if there is not better than here, why bother with the effort and energy and discomfort of change that it takes to get there, to the destination you're heading for? Well, it's because you're consciously choosing or creating your negative circumstances. You're choosing the discomfort of having to buy new clothes over the discomfort of worrying about your physical health. Another parallel we can draw from is that, very closely related, is the concept that life is 50-50, no matter our circumstance or situation. Now, when I talk about the 50-50 concept, I'm referring to the idea that in life, we experience positive emotion 50% of the time and negative emotion 50% of the time. And when we accept and embrace that, we have the opportunity to feel better about experiencing the negative emotion, which just maybe helps it be a little more positive. So the negative emotion I'm experiencing right now in the new house is different to the 50% negative emotion I experienced in my life prior to the house move. And I like that I chose it. I chose the discomfort of living in a new house to the discomfort of being in a house where my husband, for example, felt trapped because he couldn't drive. I chose the discomfort of being in a house where the decor isn't our choice to the discomfort of being in a house where the decor I had chosen could really have done with an update. And you get to choose the 50-50 you experience in relation to your weight and eating and relationship with food too. Do you want to experience the negative emotion, the discomfort of worrying about your physical health or of thinking you've got nothing in the wardrobe that fits or of avoiding being in the photos if that's what you tend to do? And of course, the negative thoughts and feelings that you have about your weight and eating will be different and personal to you. Or do you want to experience the negative emotion associated with the hard work and discomfort of making changes to how you eat, how you plan your meals, how you shop, how you prepare and or cook food? The journey of losing weight, like making life changes such as moving house or changing jobs, can feel difficult, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it because not changing will create just as much negative emotion for us, even if we're so used to the discomfort of that negative emotion we are experiencing that we forget it easily. The third life lesson I've been reminded of is the importance of enjoying the journey. 
I've noticed that now I'm in the new house, I want everything to be how I want it to be right away. And the reality is that it's going to require us to work hard, save money and make those changes over several years. I can see that my brain doesn't like that and I wish things were different and that I can make the house how I want it right now. And I know that I will feel better if I do my own self-coaching that will help me to embrace and enjoy the journey. And this is exactly what I say to you about the weight loss journey too. It's worth asking yourself what will be different? How will you be different when you achieve your weight loss goals and have the relationship with food that you want? And then seek to figure out how you can think and feel that way about yourself and your food and your eating right now. Magically, when you do this, it will become easier to create the outcome that you want. For example, with regards to my house, I have this idea that when I've updated things and have the decor how I want it, the house will be easier to love. I will feel peace in my new home. I will appreciate the decor and enjoy having people to visit more than I would right now when I'm noticing the maybe cracked tiles or slightly damp smelling downstairs bathroom. And isn't this just the same for our weight loss journey? We think that when we're the size that we want to be, it will be easier to love ourselves, that we'll feel peace and acceptance in our new body, that we won't have those negative thoughts about what we look like when we socialise. But if we could use the anticipated thoughts and feelings to feel the way we want to, whether it's about ourselves or our house right now, we are showing up as the person we want to be right now. And that will help us create what we want more easily, more quickly and with more enjoyment. For example, when I focus on appreciating the beautiful period windows with the old glass that has more depth and quirkiness than modern glass, when I appreciate the spacious ceilings and the fact that the sun moves around the house in a perfect way, the house is so much easier to love and then doing the work of making the improvements becomes far more enjoyable. I'm making change from a place of love for the house instead of frustration. And it's just the same for you on your weight loss journey. When you can appreciate what you love about yourself right now, it will be easier to eat in the way that's right for you, that balances eating for fuel and nutrition and nourishment with eating for pleasure and comfort. And the journey will be much more enjoyable too. And finally, the last point that I want to address is the river of misery. In fact, this maybe should have been the first point because I alluded to it earlier, but I want to emphasise this again here. Change is hard because it feels awkward and uncomfortable. It requires us to give up and sacrifice the life we have now, the thoughts we have now, the beliefs we have now for the life we want to have. When you're creating a new relationship with food, you must be willing to examine your current relationship to see what thoughts you're going to want to change, how you're going to want to feel differently, to believe differently. For example, if you believe that you should be able to have dessert after your evening meal because that's how you've been raised, you get to re-examine that belief to see if it serves you to keep it. Now I'm not saying that you can't have dessert after dinner and lose weight and create a relationship with food that you want, because of course you can, but you also can't create a new result in your life without changing some aspects of what you're currently thinking, believing, feeling and doing. You must be willing to change. You must be willing to think, believe, feel and to do things differently. And it's not necessarily that your new way of doing things is better, it's just that you will be consciously creating more of what you want. And again, I'm seeing parallels between what happened when I changed my relationship with food, with what's happening with moving into this new house. The river of misery is the discomfort of change. 
Right now, for me, that discomfort is not just in noticing the big changes, it's in the small ones too. Emptying the dishwasher, cooking a meal, taking a shower, doing the laundry is taking so much more effort and energy than normal because I'm having to consciously think about every single little thing. I'm having to consciously remember where everything lives, where I can find the clean towels, how to operate the cooker, where to put things away that don't have homes yet. Everything, as I said, is taking me two or three times longer than normal, and that feels difficult and frustrating. Now, the good thing with having moved home is I don't have a choice. I'm stuck doing this now. I'm being forced to live in the river of misery, to live with the discomfort because I can't revert back to how things were. And so I'm being forced to create those new, more automated neural pathways that will eventually lead to things feeling, becoming, being easier. Now, when you start to plan your meals, shop differently, prepare food differently, cook and eat differently, you're going to experience the exact same discomfort of doing things differently. You're going to think that everything is maybe taking two or three times longer than it usually does, um, probably thinking that it's taking longer than it should. But noticing the discomfort, noticing how hard it all feels, noticing it takes longer, doesn't mean your brain is doing it wrong, that it's not working or that the things you're doing should be different. It's just your brain adjusting and doing the work of forming those new neural pathways. And of course, if you stick with it, because it's all too easy when you're changing how you're eating and how you're preparing and planning your meals to revert back to old ways, but if you stick with it, it will all start to feel so much easier. It will become your new normal. You will have moved through the river of misery. Okay, so that's what I have for you today. Great to be speaking to you again. Let's just quickly recap. Change is hard and uncomfortable and that's okay. It's not a reason not to make changes in your life. Change also helps you develop and evolve as a person and acquire new skills and experiences that will help you in other areas of your life too. The destination you're heading for is not better than where you currently are. It's just different to where you are right now, but it's still your choosing where you want to be. And that, I think, the fact that it's a conscious choice is more desirable. Life is 50-50 no matter your circumstances or situation. When you make changes to resolve something in your life that isn't working or isn't working the way you want it, you will create or just notice different things that are easy to think about in a way that creates negative emotion. And that's okay. Because what's great about being human is the opportunity to embrace the full range of human experiences and emotions. Enjoy the journey. Change is so much easier and more fun when you do. Embrace the river of misery. Nothing has gone wrong when making changes to improve your life feels uncomfortable and difficult and awkward. When you can embrace the discomfort of this in the same way that you maybe embrace the challenge and discomfort of learning something new or starting a new project or a new job, you feel more accepting. You maybe feel more peace, empowerment and love for yourself and your life. Okay, so thank you for listening today. One more thing before I go. Next week, I'm running a brand new masterclass. It's called Five Steps to Creating Your Weight Loss Mindset. It takes place on Thursday, the 22nd of July at 7pm British Summertime. And I would love for you to attend if you can and if you would like to. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash masterclass to find out more and register. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, 
lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honored to be your coach. There are two ways that you can work with me. You can join my monthly membership program, My One Life Academy, that gives you self-paced learning, supported by twice-weekly live calls and a whole lot more. Or you can join the waiting list for my next six-month Lose Weight, Live Life group coaching mastermind intensive. Go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash coaching to find out all the details.